Welcome back to another podcast. What an exciting day. Super pumped to celebrate the topic that we are doing which will be part 3 on how emotions make for good decisions and what is it that they offer and uh, what it really means to make better quality decisions and the role of emotion in our decision making. Now as we continue on this particular topic, uh, the reason why you know there is so much thought about it is because how important uh, decision making is and how right decisions are important to uh, maintain the quality of life i was going through a famous person the very ruthless caesar borgia who was an italian who was a spaniard in sense uh, came to italy was trying to rule during the medieval renaissance period he employed uh, leonardo da vinci uh, obviously he was fighting the medicis and this, and uh, all the different uh pas sforza if i'm not mistaken i don't know how to pronounce that uh, gian galeazzo for sforza who ludovico forza these were all different people he was fighting and how the borgia his father became the pope and when his father died uh, he made certain mistakes that kind of hampered him uh, the famous book about nicola uh, machiavelli is about this fellow so you really get to understand how important the right decision needs to be there and how you as a person uh, can make all these right decisions to improve yourself every day yeah, you think about uh, more insights and how decisions are made by emotional heuristics uh, where you know emotions can lead to the development of cognitive shortcuts and heuristics uh, which are mental models that will help us as people to make much more educated decision making and you and it comes with time so you can think of it as way where you know we have in as individual we have our personal uh, decision making rules or stimulus where uh, for example let's say i like apple as a brand uh, which is affect heuristic app i love the company what they stand for but their products are end to end closed circuited and uh, it's a social status uh, that they offer and you get to learn about that so uh, that is affect heuristic you think about emotional contagion uh, when as an individual your emotions and the behavior is kind of influenced by those who are around you and if you are around positive people good people hey that becomes a Uh, good good feeling you think about gut feeling which we previously discussed uh, where our own intuition our own belief our own core faith kind of makes it much more easier to make much better quality of decision in our life and that in, in that kind of uh, makes a better choice you think about emotional conflict i have personally this is one of my favorite things to discuss emotional conflict is one where you know you think of how uh, the way you make choices or how your decision making uh, there certain choices are good for you and certain other choices are really bad for your overall being uh, but you know for example getting sex having sex is like addictive but having it with the wrong kind of person kind of makes it the worst thing to do because uh, not only they get to control a part of you uh, you may lose a part of yourself you may lose your money in the process Uh, you may contract some sort of diseases uh, then becomes a lifetime of regret but at that po- point of time your emotion is so high uh, your brain kind of gets overridden and you go ahead and make the wrong choice 
you think about societal norms and in temp inter temporal choices uh, which is choices which give you Im immediate reward like for example going out and buying uh, food right uh, that is unhealthy for you you may end up losing so much of yourself in that process uh, where you know your short uh, where certain choices require you to consider both your short term and long term consequences and uh, it's it's all about understanding immediate gratification versus delayed rewards and the more immediate gratification you choose the more you lose you know choose delayed gratification over a sustained period of time and eventually the gift comes and that sort of hype for working for something very important uh, that is kind of the best thing you have uh, time preference is one where you know you prefer uh, your present rewards over your future rewards and that can kind of that willingness uh, to you know uh, delay rewards uh, and stop your negative emotion from being impatient and leading to a preference for immediate rewards can be so so uh, upsetting because if, let's say you work all your life you try to be the better quality person kind of put yourself in a better position constantly and you're setting up yourself for future victory constantly and people coming around you choosing to be a part of your life that sort of life i think that has so much more value but what happens is you've got to be careful about the emotional decision making you think about delayed discounting and impulsivity uh, which is basically delayed discounting is you know the your tendency to devalue future rewards uh, compared to the immediate rewards that you may feel and during this your emotional states can influence your delayed defecting uh, 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 discounting which will affect your willingness to wait for the larger and better rewards and uh, being able to be patient and calm through that feeling instead of being anxious or restless uh, which increases your impulsivity and your redu reduces your willingness to wait is another important factor which comes within your te inter temporal uh, choices right like how do you control uh, yourself as a person and the kind of uh, decisions and thing that you think about you so inter intertemporal is basically your relationship or interaction between different points in time and uh, it's it's an important thing when you're considering economics or something you're thinking about the psychology of a certain situation and the most importantly the decision making uh, which involves trade offs between the benefits and the costs incurred uh, during different time period uh, you think about your time uh, there are multiple uh, you know states of even uh, what you could call as inter inter temporal uh, decisions so you think about delayed gratification like we discussed you think about inter intertemporal choice models uh, which is uh, you know the different models that you have for hyperbolic discounting such as hyperbolic discounting exponential discounting uh, quasi hyperbolic discounting and these models what they do is they kind of attempt to capture how individuals weigh costs and benefits across time you think about your present you think about your past you think about your future and uh, you may make certain decisions which may be influenced by current situation and that will have a higher cost as compared to the benefit that you have so now you're thinking i think if you guys have a pen paper that would be the best thing to think about it you think about hyperbolic discounting uh, which is a type of discounting function where the value of the future reward declines rapidly as the delay decreases 
uh, in this model you know what happens is people may show preference for smaller immediate uh, rewards uh, even though you prefer waiting for uh, the larger discounts that can be there now for example one of the best things that you can think about when you think about uh, you know a hyper hyperbolic discounting is one where uh, imagine a situation where you receive uh, you know 100 years 100 rupees one year from now or option b receive 50 dollars today 50 rupees today so most people would choose option b because the value of 50 is better than waiting for 100 even though after a year the value would be high and that is a thing right uh, but if you change it slightly you know the if you say okay you get 100 rupees in one year and one day or you receive 100 rupees today now with the slightly longer delay of option c some people you know may choose the preference of uh, option d for the larger reward and options uh, c as it diminishes like if the choice is your choice one is a b c d a was getting 100 rupees today b was getting 50 rupees today sorry a was getting 100 rupees next year same time uh, b is getting 50 rupees today option c is where now that is one situation second situation is getting 100 rupees after one year and one day and option d is getting 50 rupees today now suddenly option c becomes much more uh better right it's like that 199 200 rupees uh, why do companies always give you these such crazy ideas uh price it okay let's say you want to buy a speaker they cost they it cost 1499 why and suddenly you think oh it's it's cheap so that's one of the thing hyperbolic discounting is one of uh, that sort of game you think about exponential discounting <clears throat> where basically what they're trying to do is it's a discounting model where the value of the future reward declines constantly over a rate declines at a constant rate over time in this uh, model what uh, what the assumption is you know as an individual you're making decision based on a consistent rate of time so uh, to explain this or first we discuss hyperbolic discounting to dis- now to exa- uh, now to understand exponential discounting now exponential discounting is another psychological concept which relates to you know how as people as individuals we value rewards over time so now unlike hyperbolic discounting uh, what exponential discounting does is it assumes a consistent and constant rate of discounting me what me that means is the value of the reward diminishes extensively exponentially as time goes on like the previous example where option a and option b you get 100 rupees one year from now or option b they see 50 rupees today so some people may prefer uh, you know get, waiting for that 100 rupees over a year uh, because they want to invest it into long term benefits and uh, it's something that is much more easier and it's considered in a much more realistic uh, setting and that's something which is much more uh, commonly used in society you think about quasi hyperbolic discounting uh, which is basically a combination of both hyperbolic and ex- uh, and exponential discounting 
which suggests that people exhibit inconsistent preferences over time uh, which is valuing immediate rewards over those in the near future but showing more rational exponentially discounting for future uh, rewards now to give an example of this what happens is people place a higher value on immediate rewards than that would be which would have exponential discounting so now for example you think of the same example which is option a but a bit different where you receive 100 rupees in one year or option b you receive 50 rupees today or 100 rupees in one year and one day so now you're mixing it up a bit so option b though it offers the larger reward of 100 rupees uh, what is, what happens is, is people may still prefer option b uh, for this thing they may still prefer option b and say oh, you know what i want that 50 rupees to come in today or they may prefer the one day delay for the larger reward in option b which is not as heavily discounted as it would be changed or you think about you know uh, to change this in much more uh, different option let's think about a new example altogether you think about option c uh, where you receive 100 rupees in one year one month and option d where you receive 50 rupees today or 100 rupees in one year one month and one day now the preference for some might choose option d over option c since the larger reward in option c is just being one month later and because of this quasi hyperbolic discounting what's happening is uh, <clears throat> delay in option b is not considered much and uh, that's why people might say hey you know what i might still go for option c so depending on those different factors it all comes to how you're making emotional decisions and are you considering uh, real life situations and scenarios where choices are made on a much stricter understanding of things and uh, is your emotional amplification kind of leading to consequences which is not the one that you really think of you think about emotional carryover in a decision making where you know your interaction from previous emotion previous individual or group may kind of influence the kind of decision you're making and kind of make or lead to a much better quality of decision or a worse, worse kind of uh, decision making quality that you may have. So it all comes down to your emotion and how you're thinking or considering a lot of factors uh, when you are making a sort of choice, uh, you know, thinking about avoid rushing where you're making an impulsive choice without giving yourself enough time to think through all of your opportunities. Uh, you think about sleeping on it, which is giving yourself enough time to let your subconscious mind process it and make sure that you are making much better choices as a person and you're able to think long term. Uh, you're considering your opportunity choices uh, like what is the cost of giving up a particular decision, a particular choice in an emotional, let's say you have to make a decision. You've got few lots of emotions, you've got a lot of other factors, stress, roles, all that. And you want to choose the most optimal, optimal decision as per your goal. And you think about it sensibly. And then you choose what's most important by giving it some time to think about it. So these are all different things that you can do 
to make sure that emotions don't override your quality of decisions and you're making much better choices and uh, that's it for now keep punching guys let's think more about such ideas and let's keep getting better love you all take care